we all possess different gifts and abilities. How we use those gifts determines who we are. Welcome to HEAL, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. Thank you for joining me for this episode of HEAL. Today we have Jimmy Clare. Jimmy is a motiv- motivational speaker, autism advocate, and author, and the founder of crazyfitnessguy.com. Hi, Jimmy. Hi. How are you today? Pretty good. It's good to have you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you on the show um, because I haven't heard your story at all. And so I think my listeners would be as equally excited to hear your story and how you became an autism advocate and started Crazy Fitness Guy. So tell us your story. Well, it all started back when uh, I was diagnosed with autism. And I didn't really know that I was autistic until, well, I'm I'm not going to jump to that far yet, but my my parents were always nervous uh, and worried about how I'm going, how I was going to turn out later on in life. Yeah. Because they, uh, I had doctors, teachers, uh, and other people say, oh, "Jimmy's not going to to amount to anything." Oh my gosh. Since, yeah. Since like pretty much day one. So how uh, old were you when you were diagnosed? I was diagnosed, well, I was properly diagnosed in third grade. Yeah. But uh, but before I got that diagnosis, people were telling me a, a, and my parents a whole long list of things I won't be able to do. That must have been really and, scary and discouraging and frustrating. Well, it was scary for my parents because at the time, I couldn't give a crap what other people thought because all I was, was thinking can I go anywhere but here? Can I go watch TV? Can I go do something else besides <laughs> listen to a bunch of grownups just yap their mouths off? Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I wasn't a bratty kid back then. All I would just, I don't know, my brain was just all in la-la land somewhere else. And like, good, everyone's talking around me that I wasn't even in the room, so. Yeah, that's okay. gotta be interesting too. How did you feel when that was happening? Well, I don't know at the point because back then I was just quiet, shy. I didn't talk right away when I was a kid. So, yeah. uh, and like, and one of the things I wanted to bring up, my, uh, because my parents were so worried, uh, my mom, one of my mom's friends, a uh, husband, he was having uh, chemotherapy done. And so my mom helped out with that to bring him back and forth. And he was telling, she was, my mom was telling him that how worried she was about if I was going to ever talk growing up, I mean, later on in life. And, he, and, he, and I love to tell the story because it's totally true. And I think it's made me who I am today a little bit and a lot of other things, which I would get to. But he's, but he said to my mom's like, 
And I was like, don't worry about Jimmy not speaking right now because later in life he will never shut up. And I haven't shut know? up ever since. <laughs> How did he know? Yeah, I don't know. Unfortunately, uh, I didn't really know him very long because, uh, because he passed away when I was a very young age. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so, but, but it was, uh, but I was like, wow, you know, I was like, can he predict the future or something? Or because, uh, it, because I feel like it kind of just made me who I am today. Because I, yeah. if you ask my parents, I haven't shut up since. And I love that. I love that. But I think that, um, I think that reminds me of this quote about, um, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. You know, so you heard that you're never going to shut up and look at, you became a motivational speaker. So <laughs> exactly. I think that's great. And then when I got, and then I had like teachers who told me I wouldn't be able to read higher than a second grade level. And when I was getting, when I was getting uh, tested and uh, I mean, diagnosed and everything, I was reading at like a second or a third slash third grade level. And like, okay, well, you're testing me at a third grade level here at the moment. How, how, I was like, how far ahead do you want me to read? Uh, right, because like, you were in you third know, grade, right? Yeah. yeah, and I feel like these, uh, to be honest, and I'm going to be quite frank a little bit, is that the autism uh, diagnosed test needs to be revamped, where it's like, okay, if you got diagnosed at the age of, I don't know, eight, let's say, or, mm-hmm. or seven or whatever, they should retest you. I mean, not like retest you, but just say, okay, here's, here's the, um, here's uh, test A and then test B later on in life to see if he actually learned something because I was like, okay, you're setting me up to fail. At, well, at it, it's, like it's a label that's for sure. And I'm hoping that the teachers that you had after that were understanding that it's only a label and it just helps them to understand how you learn and they didn't treat you any differently but it sounds like you had some difficult times well some of them treated me a a lot differently yeah and and like so during growing up in uh around uh elementary school uh i was put into I was put into special education classes, but then for a reason, my school decided this would be a great idea. And by a great idea, I mean the opposite of great idea. Oh, you're being uh, sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, I, and uh, like what they did, people on the autism spectrum likes to have a consistent routine, consistent yep. schedule. Expectations and, clear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what for our reason? And I think, I think fourth and fifth grade, they put me in two different classrooms: one special education and one in the main classroom. Yeah. And, and I'm like, and I remember having so many different autism meltdowns throughout the whole oh, school I bet. year. I bet because was it not consistent every day? Oh no, it's not consistent at all. And, oh no! And it's funny. It happened like literally around the same time every single day, 
when stuff was happening and whatnot. And I got, I remember they were calling my mom and my parents home every single day. And I was like, we don't understand why Jamie's not cooperating. It's and my, not that my, you, it's not that you weren't cooperating. You were just didn't know what was going to happen next. And that's unsettling. Well, and my parents basically told them, it's like, well, gee, you don't know why he's, he's not cooperating. It's like, well, you're taking him out of the class back and forth. He, and it's like, he needs a consistent schedule. And it's like, he doesn't like fire drills. You're not telling him anything. And, and it's like, uh, and it's like, Okay, superintendent, did somebody drop you on uh, on your head as when you were growing up? Because this is, I was like, you so-called experts are supposed yeah. to be well-known yeah. in this field of autism. Well, you guys sure lack brains. Yeah, uh, and you know what? There are some characteristics that most autistic people have, but everyone is still unique and different no matter, no matter what. I mean, even though some of the, you know, some of the characteristics are having a hard time with inconsistencies and schedules and routines. Um, but I still think that because, correct me if I'm wrong, because it is a spectrum disorder that some, some kids may be able to handle that a little bit differently than others, right? Exactly. There's, Everyone's different, uh, I guess is my point. Yeah. It doesn't matter what quote label that you have. Everyone learns in their way and they're different so exactly yeah and, and and then i was also bullied as well yeah and uh from like i think starting with third either third or fourth grade all the way up to 11th grade and it, I, I don't know what they did to uh with the it started off with just two people on the bus then it went to a different two people and but then in middle school it's where it started became like a total war zone for me because oh that's awful I, i'm so sorry because i have a spinal stenosis in my neck and basically it's hard for me to move my neck left and right up yeah. and down yeah and of course it's not in the uh of course it's not in like the 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 middle of my back or the uh, it's at the very tippy top of my neck so I was like this is wonderful <laughs> and of course when I was in school my middle school they had this some uh idiot of a person decided it was a it'd be a great game to come up with a, a slapping necks for whatever reason oh that I sounds never... pleasant I'm sure that uh, yeah. everyone enjoyed that one. Oh yeah and and there was one principal who I'm surprised who had a job because as I reported this to him every single time it happened to me and he's like bullying doesn't exist in the school and it's like what pipe are you smoking because uh <laughs> if it's some weed can I have some because holy freaking crap I would like to be in that la la land too <laughs> Uh, of course right. i didn't say any of this at all because i was very shy right and i was i, I became very untrusting of my school lately uh, i mean not lately but i mean back at the then time because yeah because they uh i felt like everyone just was like kind of against me and it's like 
Okay, um, I thought going to the principal would help me solve something, but apparently I'm the one that I'm at fault or something. Well, that's <laughs> like I'm really, gonna come that's up really, make... that's hard to hear, you know, it's hard as a parent to hear that as a, you know, as a mom, it's hard as an ex-educator, special educator, I was for five years and I taught kindergarten for six, for um, 11 years. So it's, I had a lot of students who were on the spectrum myself and um, I absolutely loved them. Those were my people. And <laughs> I can't imagine that that happened to you. And I, it makes me really sad. So I'm really sorry to hear that. Yeah, so, so I, and like, so was I, and my, and so I remember coming home crying every single every day. I can yeah. imagine, yeah. And, and uh, but luckily, my seventh grade teacher, she, uh, she kind of, she knew, like all the signs when something is totally off and whatnot. I was purposely skipping my bus. I was. And I was making up every single gosh darn excuse. Yeah. And she, I don't know how she knew it, but I remember there was one time she like cornered me, like not like not like physically in the corner, but she no. <laughs> she said, but but she but like she, she kind of like tricked me, and she's like, Jimmy, I'm not gonna let you call your mom until you uh, uh until you, you tell me why you missed the bus. Yeah. And the first excuse I came up with was that I was talking to a teacher after uh, after class from my last class of the day, and I missed the bus. And she's like, okay, I try that again. She actually went to uh, talk to some of my teachers uh, after school, and this was when I was already back, when I was already at home. Yeah. And, and uh, she asked them, and was like, no, I didn't talk to Jimmy. I'm like, frick, I didn't think she was going <laughs> to do this. And I was like, crap. <laughs> and But thank goodness well, but, she did, because did some, did there, was there change after that? What happened? Well, basically, she started to go uh, to, the, to the, that wacky principal. I, call, I like to refer to him as Mr. Wackadoo, because he is... That's uh, a good name. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I could say like a thousand other things, but I'm trying to I keep know, it you're being actually probably being nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. And because in my head, I could say every little, every little curse word in my head, but yeah. uh, I don't like to curse on shows because then people are like, oh, he's a curser. I'm like, no, That's okay. I, I Guess what, Jimmy? If you feel like saying it, you can say it. It's okay on my show. And I don't, but you don't, don't have like, to. You don't have I to. I don't do it. Good. <laughs> And so, uh, so basically, she started getting involved and and telling this principal every single time I come into her, her classroom crying and everything. She, there was one time where I I came in right after lunch, and she literally walked across the hall to the principal's office, and literally sat down with him for like twenty five minutes. Even was late for class, but the assistant in the classroom started class right off the bed. But I was like, "Wow, she even went to bed for me like then." And, and then that's what every he's... teacher should have been doing, Jimmy. Exactly, and eventually, uh, like 
I don't think she didn't, I don't think, I don't know how far she got with the guy, but then my guidance counselor started talking to the, uh, the principal and it was like, oh, now he's going to be cornered by two people. And it was like, oh, I love it. It's like, now I don't have to make his life miserable as hell. Some two other people are doing it for me. Cool. Well, they should have been. That's what should have been happening. And like, and, and this is not, and this guy, he was the assistant principal. And as I said, and the head principal, she did more than the assistant principal because uh, this guy, uh, I mean, she at least walks around uh, periodically from uh, room to room. I mean, not like every single room, but if she sees someone in the hallway again, uh, become a, like, hostile with someone else yeah she, uh, she tells them get away or i'm keep or, moving <laughs> yeah keep moving or detention right now yeah or even suspension uh, but this guy it, 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 he barely leaves his office and like well maybe if you leave, if you uh, leave your two by two uh, office you you will see the bullying happen yeah and, and of course, I didn't say any of this whatsoever. No, of and course so not. So every time when I'm in the office, I, I was like, Jimmy, don't say something stupid. Jimmy, don't say something stupid. Yeah. I'm like, I really would love to tell him everything. <laughs> and I know, I bet. And uh, so then fast forward a little bit. Uh, in high school, I got stuck with... Uh, the same two bullies, but then another three came along. So that was fun. And by fun, I mean, absolutely not fun. I know. I can tell yeah. already that you really like sarcasm. <laughs> I, I got that from my dad. That's good. <laughs> it's probably how I got through life. Uh, I mean, not through life, but through my hell of a life in public school, because uh, yeah. uh, since I, since it just feels like no one listened to me seriously, it's like, oh, let me put it in sarcasm. And then maybe then sometimes we start listening. Right. Uh, and this guy, so then we finally, uh, uh, so these bullies were uh, calling me names, made fun of me because I was nearly obese for my age group back then. I think it was, the line was at like 180-ish. Uh -huh. I'm not really sure. It probably it keeps changing so many gosh darn years later. Yeah. And so he, so basically, uh, they call me, they call me, uh, they told me I was fat, I was ugly, I didn't have any friends. Yeah. They call me the R word. They told me I was retarded. Oh, I don't I like that, that word, word, Jimmy. So, I know, me neither. And, yeah. and I, I was like, you know, the reason why I take pauses a few times is because you know how many thoughts run in my head and throughout the gosh darn day? It's, it, it gives me a headache sometimes. And I just want to tell my brain, shut the hell up, please. I don't need to. Uh, I was like, and there's some days where I can't even focus on just one task because my brain's overthinking. It's like, oh, well, you got this task, you got this task, this task, this task. Yeah, you overthink a lot. Do you think all the time? Literally, I, yeah. I can't even shut off my brain sometimes. So I'm a meditation teacher too, by the way. And did you know we had, I say, at least 80,000 thoughts a day? Jeez. I bet you feel it. And I bet you, you have more than that. Probably. Uh, uh, I, and so my parents, so uh, 
I remember, so eventually I got so sick and tired of uh, all the, these name callings and whatnot. And, and some of the principals in high school listened. Uh, my ninth grade principal, he, he basically was my go-to guy every single time when I needed something because the other principals in the other grades, I just kind of felt like, Oh, well, here's a little slap on the wrist. Uh, yeah. Well, not really a slap on the wrist, but uh, just metaphorically speaking. Yeah. And, yeah. And so I was like, oh, wow. That, that's, and like some of them gave them like suspensions and like, yeah, that's a vacation from school. Right. And I was like, oh, well, in school, the suspension. And I was like, yeah, that, that's, that does nothing. But they're not doing anything, right? They just sit around. Yeah, and it's yeah. like they didn't they didn't do anything in the classroom anyway. So, right, like, this is not working. <laughs> so I was like, this seems like a hamster wheel that I could figure this thing out. But okay, right. And I was like, anyway, it's really funny to me. Uh, uh, now, now that I'm uh, twenty eight, I, I'm. I'm I think to myself, it's like, you know, back then they tell me I, I was a sl slow learner. And I was like, look in the freaking mirror. It's like, it took you at least a hundred times uh, to get, uh, to start doing something about these bullies. And then, yeah. and then on top of that. I wonder why they didn't want to do anything. And I wonder why they didn't, didn't act on it. I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand. It frustrates me and I'm not even part of it. I have no idea. I could, I would love to answer that question for you, but uh, I don't know. Maybe they're just, you, you know, how there's some people who are meant to lead and lead by example. Well, I don't. I think these guys just stayed in uh, in their position one too many years, and they can't they can't care less anymore. Maybe <laughs> you know anymore. that does happen. Yeah, people get uh, complacent and they don't. They don't care and they just go through the motions yeah and so uh eventually and uh, me and my dad uh one night watching tv we saw this info commercial uh for p90x and from beach body and me, me and him were trying to lose weight over the years i had a personal trainer came to my house a few times though i, I didn't really like him and I think the reason I didn't like him was because he was kind of overweight himself. And I'm like, okay, one, how can you be a personal trainer and you're gonna tell me to lose weight when you need to lose weight? <laughs> I was like, that's like, that's like him saying, um, Jimmy, eat healthy. I'm gonna eat up a whole box of donuts right in front of you too. I'm yeah. like, great. Yeah. Again, I'm not making fun of the guy, but and I was like, personal change is meant supposed to be at least fit, even if it wasn't like super muscular, at least. Right, but sometimes sometimes people have the knowledge and they may not they may not be able to practice it themselves. So maybe he had the understanding and the knowledge as to how to teach you. Um, I feel like a lot of people struggle with that though, struggle with the consistency to be able to stay fit. I understand that, uh, but I just feel like, you know, 
I'm not going to take an. I'm not going to take the advice of somebody. Who's yeah, not yeah. It just wasn't someone preach. that it didn't match with you well. You didn't feel yeah, yeah confident and, in his and, abilities. And, and, and to be honest, I don't know if it was that. I don't know if I chose to kind of get part ways with him or was my parents. Uh, I don't remember. He, he just yeah. didn't like. He showed up a few times and then he was just gone. And oh yeah. Like, <laughs> okay so i don't know what happened there i don't know what my my parents just said like oh this is a ripoff or yeah. something else so then uh, well, how did you get into fitness then so once he left did you get another trainer or did you start using well, the p90x what happened i we uh we did the p90x i lost 30 pounds with it and we got and, and what I liked about P90X, it gave you all the nutrition tips and, yeah. and uh, meal plans. And it wasn't like any, it wasn't like any uh, meal plans like, oh, like, oh, you had to drink a shake to lose weight. It's, it was regular food, just Good. recipes and uh, the serving sizes and whatnot. There wasn't, oh, well, you had to drink a magical pill and a shake and <laughs> do all this and it costs a subscription of 20 million dollars <laughs> yeah and it doesn't work yeah and, and uh and so then with the guy so basically once i lost the weight i felt very i felt very confident in uh -huh. myself uh -huh. and i stood up to the bullies and i remember the day perfectly i was Tell in, me about it i was in math class uh -huh. and uh, this is what's where basically all the bullies was with me in the same class mm. and I thought math class would be a perfect time and I feel bad for my I felt bad for my math teacher because I liked it I liked my math teacher but at the time I, I was I was hesitant to confront the bullies in the hallways because yeah, you know how like you've seen the movies where uh, like the security camera TV feeds on, on a wall somewhere. Well, the amount of times that I got in trouble for my aut my autism meltdowns in school, I've never seen one single TV feed anywhere. Right. So it made me suspicious. As like, does this <laughs> things work, or is that just a decoration? You never I know. In my school, it yeah. might be a decoration. It might be. And, and because uh, sometimes I feel like the stuff that my school got was, let's just say, uh, really cheap kind of crap technology <laughs> that didn't always want to work. Right. Uh, A lot of schools are not funded properly, so. Uh, like, we got these smart boards that, like, literally half of the teachers didn't know how to use. No, and, they probably uh, never taught them how to use it. Yeah, and and so I'm not blaming the teachers or anything, and mm -hmm. uh, and but but these smart boards were anything but smart at all. Like you had to recalibrate the gosh darn thing over and over again. It's like if this was a Windows or a Mac computer, I would have literally just threw it the frick out the window. <laughs> uh, because you know I'm really good at technology, but but when it comes to any 
uh, when it just starts messing up, I'm like, I know it works until it's good wanna, until it doesn't work anymore. And yeah, then you, I was like, I don't yeah. want to troubleshoot crap. And it's like, somebody else needs to do this. <laughs> well, that's and what tech, IT people are for. They'll, they can do that for us. Oh, well, well, the IT guy who came, who, who came into uh, a school periodically to get stuff to work, let's just say he looked a little bit sketchy. <laughs> All right, and let's get back to your story. Okay, let's get back to your story. So what happened in math class that day? So I can't wait to hear it. So basically math class, uh, I chose math class because I didn't want to confront the bullies because of the, uh, they feed the cameras that may or may right. not work. Right. And, and so I decided, okay, I'm going to go do this in math class because I could just keep holding off and 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 may or may not um, make a difference, or I'm yep. just gonna confront them right now. Yep. And my and so my teacher was just writing stuff on the board and talking, and my my teachers. Hold on a second. Sorry. Don't be sorry. Uh, it's okay. Keep going. Gosh, my... Sorry, my parents was calling me. Gosh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, so my uh, so basically what happened? Uh, I was in math class. I told my uh, my basically my friend my friend who uh, happens to be in a wheelchair who mm -hmm. happens to be in a wheelchair for uh, for life and. Uh, she had one of those joystick kind of uh, wheelchairs, yeah, and where she can move it herself. And mm -hmm. so, and these doors were not meant for wheelchairs. So she was trying to get through the classroom door. She was on the way out of math class because it was like the last five or ten minutes remaining in class. But she leaves early because she needed to get down to the elevator. Yeah, it happened to be in this hallway that they called the knuckle had five hallways uh, leading into one another. It's like great design. Uh, <laughs> and and so basically um, when she was leaving, she bumped into the wall by accident. Yep. And and these kids, the bullies decide uh, that that was funny. I'm mm -hmm. like, that's not funny. And I was like, I'd like to see you drive one of these freaking things. Yeah. And so, and because this happened, we are currently from nine, yeah. 10, 11, yeah. and I couldn't stand it anymore. And so I just said, okay, you know, since no one, so since none of my, all the principals and teachers were not my, yeah, they were doing some things, but hasn't helped the situation yet. So I'm going to go help myself. <laughs> and so I decided I'm gonna get up. I'm done. So the laptop that we were using for our, our math class that had uh, these uh, personalized math programs for us, because uh, what what we what we were learning in math class from our teacher, but that school wanted us to learn, didn't make any sense to us. Yeah. So the school got us uh, the funding for this math program, which was pretty cool. Uh, the program was pretty cool 
and I liked it for the most part, except when I got to fractions, they kept me on fraction, the whole freaking, I was literally on fractions for a whole freaking year. I still couldn't yeah. get it. And so yeah. my, so my teacher, hard. yeah, <laughs> so my teacher uh, by, called the company to bypass the whole fractions thing for maybe it's like, <laughs> oh, he's good. not understanding this freaking thing. And yeah, like, you gotta get past this, it, right? Yeah. I was like, if I haven't done it the first, the whole first whole freaking year, I'm not going to get through <laughs> the next freaking year. Am I? No. no. Uh, I was like, let's, I was like, let's try something different. <laughs> and so finally my teacher, uh, so basically I, I, I kind of just like shut the laptop very loud with the, here with the noise. I don't think my teacher heard that. Uh, and so I, I got up out of my chair I saw him make my way over the chair and the police started to like look at each other like, what the hell is what's happening? And my teacher saw me in the corner of his eye. He's like, Jimmy, go sit down. I was like, hold on a second. I went over to the bullies. These guys were about to snicker again while my friends were still leaving uh, uh, of the classroom. And I said to him, it's like, uh, I, I got into the phase, my uh, veins for my muscles were like outright visible. And like, I, I got a whole new wardrobe at the time just because <laughs> nothing else fit me. Yeah. And so I, I, so I made sure that they saw like all the veins popping up from my neck and whatnot. <laughs> and I said to them, and I was like, you leave me and my friends alone. I started cursing out every gosh darn person and right in front of me. I think I nearly lost my voice that day. Really? And, and, but and you also I, gained your voice and you were able to now speak up. Yeah. And of course my, my, uh, and, and I was really, uh, shocked at the at the end of this because i think i was there for like a good almost for a minute yeah. before my teacher told uh told me to go down to the principal's office and i was like thinking it's like huh isn't this funny and it's like and it's like i'm going down to the principal's office yeah but they get to go make fun of my friend who's in a wheelchair yeah the frick is wrong with this yeah <laughs> And I was like, this is not right. No. And and so I went down to the principal's office and uh I, and I asked my so the my the head principal of uh in eleventh grade happens to be uh my my middle school principal who um, moved from the middle school to the high school. So me and her had a past, uh-huh. which was kind of good and kind of bad at the same time well she must have been surprised that you did that right well yeah and she said to me yeah so I asked her I was like am I in trouble she's like you're in trouble yet and it's like that's funny and I was like I was like why why are you laughing and it's like you're not in trouble and it's like I was like your teacher just didn't want you to interrupt the class anymore and it's like it was like go back on to class or your next class whatever whenever the bell rings and and it's like and it's like if your teacher has a problem tell him to call me oh good uh, so did the did the kids stop um teasing you guys well they tried a few more times like one more one or two more times and then yeah. one of them finally got expelled and and once they bullies found out found out that um one of them got expelled they, they stopped like, holy frick we should not mess with this guy <laughs> And 
and what's what's funny uh, like a like a few days later from uh i got another i got called into the principal's office again to the head's principal i got a reward for just uh a certificate that i still have that uh, congratulate for me is for staying up on my from on my own two feet. Good, good for you. It must have been scary, but you had had it. You were fed up, and you needed them to stop, and that was great. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, my school is actually rewarding me for something." And it's like, yeah. usually it's the other way around. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. I think that's good, though. I think that's great. So, listen, Jimmy, we're going to take a real quick break, and I'm going to come back. When we come back, will you be able to share with us um, what you're doing now? Talk mm -hmm. a little bit about Crazy Fitness Guy and also your speaking, how you do uh, motivational speaking and autism advocate. Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back with Jimmy Clare, who is a motivational speaker, autism advocate, author, and founder of crazyfitnessguy.com. We we're about to learn a little bit about what Jimmy is doing now. We heard about his past story and some of his challenges in school with some kids who weren't, weren't so very nice to himself and some of his friends and how he found his voice and stood up. And now he is an advocate for students, children on the spectrum. Is that right? Uh all ages or yeah. teenagers, uh, yeah. college, whatever. So how do you advocate for, for um, people on the spectrum? What do you do for, for that? Well, at the moment, I've been doing a lot of podcast interviews and being a guest. I'm, this is my 121st interview tonight. That's amazing. And, uh, and there, I started the whole interview process, uh, being a guest and everything, uh, pretty much like right at the height of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I, you know, I was like wondering, how can I get my name out there now? when, of course, the yep. pandemic just decided, hey, I'm going to go show up. And it's like, really? Thanks. That's okay. We all have yeah. to deal with that, right? Yeah. We all had to change and do something different. So you ended up becoming an advocate by um sharing your story on podcasts and and making people aware of what's happening yeah and yeah. then uh and because i've been on a lot of different uh uh guests over the two years almost two years actually maybe it's been two years yeah it's been two years yeah uh and they uh i'm some of these people i met uh, got me into different other opportunities like uh, I got future in New York City Times Square uh, right on the big billboard that's uh, cool I, I've been featured in the autism parody magazine uh, I co-author a book that is still not out yet and what is it called is, do you know I don't even know the name at the moment oh, that's okay uh, Listen, uh, you let me know if you end up when it when it's released, maybe you can tell me and I can update the podcast notes for definitely. that when it comes out, okay? Definitely. And uh and, and like if I was uh like the only thing I know about it, it's a like autism help kind of guidebook. Oh great. Uh, I that did a great. chapter. Yeah. But it was along with like I think nine or ten other authors. That's great. But I don't 
but I wasn't the person who put this all together. So it's not like I'm holding anything back. I've literally known nothing That's okay. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I've spoken to a lot of people who are co-authors on books and they don't necessarily have all the information yet either. So that's okay. Whenever you have it, just share with me and I'll share it with my listeners. So you help by guesting on podcasts and getting the word out. Um, and tell us a little bit about your crazy fitness guy.com I was on the website and I think you yeah. have an app too right yeah uh, so but before I get to that I also like during my advocacy I also write a bunch of articles for other websites uh, I've I got the autism parody magazine uh, there's uh, I think there's other I've also been uh, I've been on a few other, I have 14 or 15 other publications. That's fabulous. Uh, so I, I, it's a mix of different things. It's not always just about tweeting and posting on social media. It's, I do that as well, but it's all, it's just a mix of things that I do. That's I like fabulous. to speak on stage on one day, but I had to start somewhere. That's right. And you do have to start somewhere. And so uh, what crazyfitnessguide.com is, it's a, it was when I first started college and back in 2015, it was going to be a health and wellness website with exercise videos, but uh, because math and science are not my strong suits. Me either. And what's, and what's really funny, a lot of articles around the website Oh, people on the autism spectrum will have a, uh, will ha uh, succeed in math and science and like, well, then you don't really know what autism is because that's a false information. Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, so basically, well, I, I think it's just like what I said earlier, everyone's different. Yeah. And, and maybe it's true saying, for like, some, guys, but not not everyone yeah. right yeah yeah and so i'm like and like you can't and like these people these people who are writing all these stuff it can't has to stop throwing people all in one category it's like oh yeah everybody's yep. gonna like math and science it's like That's i right. hate math no. i know a few people on the spectrum who aren't good at math and dislike it very strongly so that's not a good statement that's not a true statement for all it's maybe for some but not for all yeah, and so and so basically, uh, once I switched majors, five different majors in college, uh, which kind of drove my parents nuts. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and it's like, Jimmy, you got to graduate sometime. And it's like, I know that. Uh, and it's like, but you know, I also don't want to uh, be stuck in something that I'm not good at or excited and, about. Yeah, and so I found uh, media studies, which can lead me to motivational speaking. Oh, what a coincidence, uh, <laughs> which I wanted to be. And if yeah. I need a backup, I can plan B, social media marketer, sports yep. broadcaster, publisher, writer, et cetera. Yep. And so, I, so one of the things I, uh, so once I, once I switched my major, I knew I needed to switch what my website was going to be. So I was like, I can't do exercise videos. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to 
geared towards uh, people um, helping motivate people who are on or off the spectrum to live a healthy living lifestyle. To, they're just my perspective. Yeah. Because I haven't seen anybody who I haven't really seen much many people on the spectrum or off the spectrum talking about it. I mean, there's some there's some websites that are just geared towards autism, but that's all they talk about: autism, autism, autism. And so I thought, you know, the autism community, yeah, it's about autism, but they want to be more than just autism. That's right. They want, and I was like, they want to be included in other things. That's right. So I was like, because I remember, I I met with this one uh, person who wanted to have me rebrand the whole thing. I was like, it has to say autism in the name, or no one's going to know what it is. And I'm like. No, it does not need to have autism in the name. Well, especially like since um, you just said that it's not just about being autistic. There's other yeah. things. So, yeah. And so basically, the, uh, what Crazy Fitness Guy is a place to be motivated and and to learn about uh, be motivated and how to live a healthy living lifestyle. I love and, that. That's great. And in my app, it basically. Uh, it includes a shop, my uh, podcast, which is called Crazy Fitness Guy, Healthy Living Podcast. Yep. Yeah, I saw you little... had t-shirts too for people yep. to buy. That's and, cool. And, you know, I also have a premium podcast, which is called Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast. Nice. Uh, I, I know some of the names might sound long, but what my podcast first was called it, it had like 66 words in it i'm down oh, to no, 30 that's a lot. <laughs> so i cut so i cut it down short but i still i like my brand name i i pay for reg, register trademark so i'm not switching it so go that's go right i love it i think it's great and people people who are looking up for for fitness will find it and they'll love it too Exactly. Um, I have yeah. a, and, and one my one of my uh, peop, one of my uh, guest readers one of the one of my readers on my website actually uh, commented on this one article, and I am kind of glad somebody pointed this out finally because I was like wondering if anyone's going to catch on to it, and I was like, wow, this, because this one article I wrote specifically from my autism audience, but he's like, hey, this is great for people also not on the autism spectrum. And it's like, ta-da, yeah. I write for both people. That's right. That's right, like, as you should. But you know, you have a unique perspective as a person who is on the spectrum. So I think, I mean, I don't know, I bet it is great for all people. Um, but you know, I just think generally speaking, Plus, I'm also wearing one of my swag shops, too. Oh, nice. I like it. So generally speaking, I think if we all just treated each other with a little bit of respect and kindness and understand that everyone has a different perspective than we do, then it doesn't matter what kind of label you have. We all are just humans here, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, one of the things I always say on my website is like, yeah, I'm by no means I'm an expert on health and wellness, but I'm just sharing what has worked for me. That's right. And it may work for you. Yep. May not. Right. So you check it out. And if people like it, then they stick with it. And if they don't, then they'll find something else. And that's okay. 
Exactly. And plus, I have I include humor in all my articles. I bet you do. And sarcasm, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, it doesn't, hey, it doesn't, it's not even forced. It's just natural. That's right. Yeah. Well, it's so nice to get to talk to you and get to know you a little bit. Can you share with everyone um, all of your social media channels? I know that one of them is at Crazy Fitness Guy. Is that um, Instagram? That is uh, at, for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 100 plus other platforms. But okay. the best way for people to find me, just go to crazyfitnessguy.com because okay. uh, me, between me and Crazy Fitness Guy, we both have 100 plus platforms that we, uh, a little bit overkill. But That's okay. the reason why, why I did that was because when, when I was just, uh, hiding behind crazy fitness guy not wanting to share anything about who I was at the time because mm -hmm. I didn't know how people would feel about it yet but uh, when I was when I was showing a milestone of crazy fitness guy people were like just crickets they didn't say anything or nothing but then when I shared about it on my own platforms uh, for on social media, I'd be it's like, oh, congratulations. It's like, oh, now yeah. you care. No, they always did. They just didn't know. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, good yeah. job. Congratulations on all of your success so far. And I hope you do get on stage soon to talk in person. That would be fabulous. Um, well, I always us... joke with my, I always joke with my, uh, my uh, friends uh, who can, who, who love my sense of humor, who said, uh, I said to him, like, maybe perhaps why some people don't want me on stage yet is because they're afraid that my sarcasm is going to come out wrong. And I was like, oh. yeah. no, not your sarcasm. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed talking to you. So do you, can you suggest any books that you have loved to read for our guests or do you, are you a reader? I don't love to read. I like to listen to books. Of course I love to read. Uh, I, what do you like? Uh, I like to, one of my favorite books uh, series is the Alex Rider series by- Oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, Anthony Horowitz. Then, uh, Alex Rider is kind of like a, he's, he's a teenage spy. Oh, nice. He's like James Bond. Oh. And I was like, but there's no, he doesn't get any weapons, but he gets all these like other gadgets. It's like, man, why can I have some of these gadgets? Gosh, that sounds cool. So you like fiction and escaping into, um, into fiction? Yeah. yeah. I, I, also, I, also, I also like to read some nonfiction, but I I grown up with reading a lot of fiction. Uh, I wasn't also I, I wasn't always a vivid reader, but yeah, uh, because my school made me read all these horrific books, things you didn't and, want to read. Yeah, I yeah, didn't like, I like reading, quite frankly, and I and I have a hard time comprehending if I'm reading on a computer. I need a I need the book in front of me and I tend to have to read over and over again to understand what I'm reading and to stay focused on it. But so listening on Audible has really helped with me with being able to read books again, you know, and enjoy them. So I just listen. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm one of those people who I can read, I can, I'm one of those people who uh, like to actually read um, on my Kindle. Oh yeah, no, my, I have a hard time with that. <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's just because 
there's sometimes for the um, audio books you can get like the most boring person who's reading the thing and it's like the voice yeah and it's like i need yeah. morgan freeman or james yeah, no. L. jones i'm not that like, picky i'm not that picky you're just a snob jimmy thank you, <laughs> you i take pride though. in my snappy work <laughs> okay i have two more questions questions that i ask all of the guests one was the book one the other two are when you feel like you're at your most peaceful so when you're when your mind stops thinking so much what is it that you're doing? Uh, either reading or playing video games. Awesome. You should meditate. Also, if not you jumping did, on the bandwagon. Come on. If money wasn't an object, what would you be doing? So if you didn't have to take make money to live, what would what would you be doing? Um I would hire people to uh I probably would hire some stuff out to, uh, for my for your uh, business. Yeah, from uh, crazyfitnessguy.com. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would maybe have maybe I don't think I would have a, a writer because I like to write for it, but maybe I'll have a, a guest writer here and there. Maybe you'd have a staff of people, like an assistant and a chef and all of that stuff. <laughs> Uh, I would, well, technically, I would, what I would do, I would have a virtual ass assistant. I yeah. wouldn't, uh, but I, I wouldn't want a whole staff because then I have to worry about paydays and whatnot. And well, money, no, money isn't an object, remember? It doesn't matter. True. And I was like, mm, I still <laughs> wouldn't want a staff. I would. I would want a staff. Um, not that I need one, but it would be nice. <laughs> Anyways, it was so great to talk to you. Remember, you can catch up with Jimmy and follow him on all of the social media channels at crazyfitnessguy.com. You can go to his website, crazyfitnessguy.com. Um, and I will post all of that information in our podcast notes. Jimmy, do you have anything else to share before we go? Uh, don't think so. Well, it was nice to talk to you. Thanks again for coming on. It's been such a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Everybody else, I'll be back in a moment. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream coaching and wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And here I am. I am back, just came back to say one more time, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time. But until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye.